Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. Faithful Niner Empire. What's good? What's good? What's good? You know who it is. It's your boy, Jay in the Bay. Faithful Niner Empire. What's good? You know who it is. It's your boy, Jay in the Bay. Welcome back, Faithful. Welcome back, Niner Empire. It is week three. The 49ers enter this week one and one. We are flying to Denver, Colorado to take on Russell Wilson, a familiar face. And it will be a definitely a different week this week, at least for me. And I'm sure a lot of 49er fans, you know, I was anticipating Trey Lance would, you know, play every game this season. He would, we would get those reps that are much needed. He would get that experience under center that he definitely needed for his development. And now we don't get to see that. Unfortunately, Trey Lance is out for the rest of the year. I guess it's great that we got insurance and in Jimmy G. We know what we have in him, but it's it's very, very unfortunate for Trey because next season is basically he hasn't played football basically in three years since college. So it's um, very frustrating. It's almost like we're back at square one with Trey Lance and uh, it, it just sucks. It sucks for him and uh, it definitely sucks for the 49ers. But, um, you know, hey, we got great insurance with Jimmy G, but it's just like with any auto insurance. You got auto insurance, which you show as hell don't want to use it. You don't want to have to call your auto insurance carrier and say, hey, I got into an accident. You know, you definitely don't want to have to do that. But we got insurance. We got Jimmy. We know what to expect. Um, and we go into Denver. I think Denver is one and one on the season. They don't look so hot right now, but hey, they're at home. Uh, the elevation will definitely be on their side. They're used to that. That's something else to, to keep in mind of. And um, hey, this will be a nationally televised game, Sunday night football prime time. I can't wait for the game. Um, it's always fun going up against Russell Wilson. And, um, you know, let's get into 
Jay and the Bay's five big, five big things. Let's get it. Five, four, three, two, one. Five All right. big So number things. one is going to be the offensive shift. Now, with Trey Lance, we saw a lot of pistol formation. We saw a lot of RPOs. And obviously, that won't really be the offense anymore. Um, it's going to be, hey, Jimmy G under center. It's going to be Jimmy G and shotgun. Uh, I would anticipate we'll see a lot of nine, ten-man boxes um, because other teams are going to try to slow down the running game, and they're not really concerned with Jimmy G throwing deep. But that's also something. When Jimmy G came into the game last week against Seattle, he did throw the ball down the field on multiple occasions. So hopefully Shanahan keeps this wrinkle of the offense active. I want to see Jimmy G throw the ball down the field. Um, I don't want Shanahan to, dare I say, limit Jimmy G and his passing ability downfield. Because if you heard Jimmy G in the press conference, he was like, hey, it felt like 2017 all over again. No pressure throw the ball deep, make big plays. And I think this offense needs that, especially when you add Danny Gray, full two, full three speed, you know, let, let's use this man. Um, and, you know, I think Jimmy G throwing deep is is what's needed for this offense. But there's no question about it. We're going to run the ball heavy this week in Denver. And Denver's got a pretty good defense. There's no doubt about that. Um, but, yeah, that's um, Jay's Number one uh, big thing is definitely the offensive shift that we'll see, um, but I'm sure it's pretty familiar to 49er fans. Number two. All right, return of the boogeyman. Man, Russell Wilson. Um, Russell Wilson has been a, a thorn in the 49ers side. Russell Wilson has dominated the 49ers when he was with the Seahawks. Now, Russell Wilson in 20 games against the 49ers, he has a hundred passer rating. He's thrown for 4,169 yards, 36 touchdowns to only 10 interceptions. So Russell Wilson has dominated the matchup versus the 49ers. Um, and hopefully we will see a, a change in that uh, this Sunday night in Denver. But, um, you know, Russell Wilson, what he's great at, he can throw the ball deep. Um, he loves to uh, evade the pass rush. It's always frustrating watching our defensive linemen against Russell Wilson because you, you think you think the defensive lineman has Russell Wilson in their grasp and he wiggles out of it. He's able to scamper out the pocket to the right or to the left, and it just allows more time for his receivers to get open. So um, the Broncos haven't looked buttoned up so far. Uh, but it's only two games, and uh, they still have Russell Wilson. And I still respect Russell Wilson. And I think our secondary will definitely have, I think it's first real test. There's no doubt Russell Wilson is the best quarterback we have would have faced this year. And um, it'll be a, another um, challenge for the entire secondary, but also Talanoa Hufunga, who's been having a hell of a year so far. Um, but number two, Russell Wilson, he's definitely going to be a problem. Look, I'm looking forward to see how we can, um, you know, how we can defend that man. Number three, health is your wealth. Man, both teams are, are banged up, I would say. Um, the Broncos had at least 10 guys on the eye, or on the injury report this week. Justin Simmons, their, their best secondary man, their safety, he's already out for the game. Uh, Jerry Judy, he's battling um, rib injury, and that's one of the Broncos' best wide receivers. He hasn't practiced all week. 
I doubt he plays. Um, let's see. There was also KJ Hamler, who's also another wide receiver. He practiced today, but he was limited. So it sounds like he's basically going to be a game time decision. Pat Sertan, the second, one of their best cornerbacks, he was limited today. So there were a lot of guys who were limited today. And there's at least 10 guys on the Broncos injury report. Now, on the 49ers side of things, George Kittle practiced today. Um, he's basically a game time decision with his growing injury. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens with him. Hopefully he plays, especially with the injury to Tyler Croft. Um, he's going to be out uh, multiple weeks. So we could obviously use um, George Kittle. Now, if George Kittle doesn't play, obviously we got uh, Dwelly. Uh, we have Charlie Warner. And they, they filled in pretty well. Um, Eric Armstead did not practice this entire week. He's battling a foot injury. Kyle Shanahan said that he should be good to go, but we'll see what happens with that. Daniel Brunskill still hasn't uh, practiced all week, um, and those are the main guys for the 49ers. But, the, but both teams are banged up, um, and we'll have to keep an eye out for that, um, you know, an hour and a half before kickoff. Number four. All right, the interior offense and defense. Now, we are um, visiting Denver, and we're seeing a familiar face, you know, DJ Jones, who had a, a hell of a start to his career in the red and gold. I wish nothing but the best for DJ Jones, except on Sunday night. Um, but it will be interesting to see DJ Jones going up against this interior of our offensive line. Uh, we have Brindle. We have, uh, you know, Burford and Banks, who played pretty well. Um, I don't think either one of them have given up a sack so far. So that, that's that's pretty damn good. Um, but they'll definitely get their stiffest test going up against DJ Jones and the rest of this uh, Broncos defensive line. Uh, and the Broncos also, they have a, a solid interior offensive line. One of their right guards, he's actually questionable to play in this game. Um, his name is Quinn Miners. So he's he was a limited participant today. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he plays, because if not, he'll have a backup um, offensive lineman going up against one of our starters. So uh, that's something to keep in mind. I think whoever wins the trenches, whoever is able to protect their quarterback most, um, and whoever is able to get pressure on the opposing quarterback, I think will have a much better chance uh, to win. So I would definitely um, looking forward to seeing DJ Jones uh, return um, and uh, seeing him going up against our uh, offensive line. That's for sure. Number five. All right, Battle of the Elite Defenses. So when I did my research for this game, both defenses are pretty elite. When you look at uh, total yards, passing yards, rushing yards allowed, uh, points scored, or points allowed, I should say, um, these teams are basically top five. Um, obviously, I mentioned DJ Jones. We'll also see Kwan Williams back. Um, he'll be uh, sporting the, the, the orange uh, for the Denver Broncos, but we'll see him again. Um, the Broncos have a very good defense. And uh, they're, they're going to be a force to reckon with. And I, our defense is just as good, if not better. Um, it sucks we couldn't have Jimmy Ward for this game and for the beginning of the season. But our defense has been lights out. I mean, I think some would say the defense is one of the reasons why, uh, you know, we're one and one. Could, should be two and oh, but, you know, we're one and one at this point. But I think this could be a low scoring game, you know, maybe, a, you know, a 20 to 17, 20 to 14, something like that. Uh, but both defenses are looking to obviously commit the least amount of penalties and try to get some turnovers. So it'd be interesting to see both defenses on the field and which offense can have more success. Um, but I, I'm going to give the edge, of course, to the 49ers defense. I think we are a little bit better than Denver Broncos.
And uh, those are uh, five big things from Jay in the Bay. Um, let's get into Hey Jay. All hey right, Jay. now we're into Hey Jay, uh, where viewers send their questions in to the 49ers Cutback. Let's start off with the first question. We got 49er Classic, and he is a he or she is a TCC member. What's good? 49er Classic says, how many carries will Jordan Mason have in the game this week? Now, this is an intriguing question. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., I think he'll definitely be the starter. Um, he looked pretty good last week against Seattle. The Denver Broncos run defense is stout. It's, it's very good. I think Jeff Wilson Jr. will get the start. TDP, he looked good in action last week, but unfortunately he suffered the uh, high ankle sprain, so he's going to be out multiple weeks. I will say I don't think Jordan Mason's going to get any carries. Now, that may sound crazy, but I think Marlon Mack, he was just elevated to the active roster, and Jordan Mason is used on special teams primarily so far within the first two weeks of the year. I, I, would, I would not be surprised if Shanahan will lean on a veteran like Marlon Mack to be the backup to Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, I would love to see Jordan Mason get carries, but I'm going to say he gets none. I, I'm going to say he's going to stick uh, to special teams. And um, I think it'll be Marlon Mack and Jeff Wilson Jr. getting the bulk of the carries um, against Denver. All right, another question from 49er Classic. Um, will Hufunga play a significant role in the run fit for the game? Absolutely. I mean, that's I feel that's what Hufunga uh, does best. Now, he has played both roles in, in the first two games of the season. He's played strong. He's played free safety as well. But I think that's where Hufunga is best, basically being an extra linebacker in the box helping against the run. Um, but there's no doubt he's been making plays all over the field, um, you know, in coverage. Uh, so, you know, I'm pleasantly surprised that he's able to make plays in coverage. He's been arguably the best uh, defensive player on the 49ers this year. He's also has an interception. Uh, but yeah, but make no mistake about it. Hufunga will definitely play a significant role in the run game. And the Broncos have a pretty good uh, running back attack with, with uh, I think it's Javante Williams. Um, and Melvin Gordon. So uh, they've got a, a pretty a prolific attack in the run game, and uh, Hufunga will definitely be needed uh, to shut down that run game. Uh, another question for 49er Classic, man. I appreciate all the questions. He says, what is your opinion on Brindle's play? I think he's been okay. Uh, now, granted, he hasn't given up a sack, um, but I think, I think he's – He's been solid. He's been solid. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't played any significant snaps before this season, um, and he was basically a, a backup center for the majority of his career. And now he's been thrust into a starting role. So I, you know, I, I'm not uh, surprised by his play. Uh, I think he's been solid, and I just hope he continues to get better as well as all the other interior offensive linemen because. One offensive lineman can be great, but you really need the unit to play as a unit. <laughs> you know, the, the, the more they play together, the more they gel, the, the more they know each other's tendencies, the better they'll be. But I think, you know, Brendel, if I had to give a, a grade for Brendel's play, I would, I would probably give it a, a B minus grade uh, for Brendel. All right, we got Jess. What's good? And Jess is also a TCC member. Uh, will Russell Wilson cook? I don't think he's going to cook. I think he's going to microwave. So uh, I think for the 49ers to win this game, they're not going to be able to let Russell Wilson cook. He's just going to have to put that plate 
you know, in the microwave um, and put it on two minutes. You know, that's that's what I would hope uh, for the 49ers in this defense. This defense has been playing really well. We've been able to get after the quarterback. The key is, can we can we bring Russell Wilson down to the ground? Um, and don't beat ourselves up with penalties. But Russell Wilson will not cook on Sunday night. But I think it'll definitely be a close game, though. That's for sure. Appreciate the questions. Away, Jay. All right. Now it's time for Fade Away Jay. And, um, you know, it's, it's the Jimmy G show now. Um, <laughs> I was hoping we would only see Jimmy G if we saw him this season in spurts. You know, maybe if uh, Trey was hurt for one game or two games, then we put in Jimmy G. But I was not looking forward to seeing Jimmy G the entire year. And that's because we obviously won't be able to see Trey. And, and Trey needs these snaps. Trey needs this experience. And now he won't get it. So next year, it'll be back to square one. But we know what Jimmy G will do. I think Jimmy G, he'll make some throws. He's going to miss some throws. He, he's he's going to throw some touchdown passes. He's, he's going to throw some interceptions. I mean, it's going to be a roller coaster type season and, and, and type game, I think. Um, the elements could definitely affect the 49ers playing in that higher altitude. Obviously, it's harder to breathe out there. Um, and obviously, the Denver Broncos are more acclimated with that weather. So that could play a role. But the, but the game plan is simple. You know, on the offensive side of the ball, we're going to run the ball. I think we'll run it with Marlon Mack and, and Jeff Wilson Jr. And uh, we're going to try to run it, you know, 30 to 35 times. I think Jimmy will, you know, uh, he'll he'll make some throws. Uh, but I think we're going to try to win the time of possession. And on defense, you just have to contain Russell Wilson. Uh, don't let him out of the box. Don't let him make plays like Justin Fields did against us in week one. Um, last week, we only had one penalty, which is – you know, that, that's great. I don't know if that's just necessarily sustainable, but don't have the, you know, the, the dumb penalties. Don't have the face mask penalties. Don't have roughing the passer. Um, you know, we want the defense to be aggressive, but just ha- just be uh, just have a controlled aggression. You know, don't be don't play out of out of control. So um, obviously limit their run game. They do have a lot of injuries on their squad. I think we're meeting the Broncos at the right time. I'd much rather play the Broncos week three than week 13 when they have everything figured out. Um, obviously I didn't mention it, but there, you gotta, you gotta look at the Broncos head coach, you know, as a first year head coach. Um, he hasn't really put out his, um, he hasn't made the best decision so far, but he's a rookie coach. He's going to learn that. I think there's definitely a coaching advantage. Obviously, I'd rather have Shanahan than Nathaniel Hackett. I'm not saying he can't coach, but he's a rookie and he's going to go through his growing pains, just like any other rookie in every uh, profession out there. Um, But I think this is a game that the 49ers can win. We just got to take care of business, play button up football, as I love to say. And I'm going to take the 49ers to win this game. 21 to 17. And I will see you guys next week on What's Good with yours truly, Jay in the Bay. Go Niners.